Hello, hello. We are live on Zoom, and this is the Always 100 Podcast. I'm your host, Quinn McKenzie, and it's been a crazy week. It's been a long week, but it's been a good week, and we've all made it. All sports fans have made it finally long enough to get to the NBA restart which is tonight at 6.30 on TNT. So we're going to – I'm going to spend a few minutes here talking about the NBA restart, give some predictions there. Uh, Last week kind of ran out of time on Anchor FM, embarrassingly. But we'll have to worry about that on Zoom. Uh, We're going to talk about the NBA. It's going to be a solo part. Um, This is part one of a two-part series today because – my second part is going to be on the MLB in the NHL with my good buddy, Alex Dacey. So he is going to be on the show at 4 p.m. or somewhere around there anyway. And we're going to chop it up on MLB and NHL and talk about the Astros and share our opinions of what's going on in the league. Uh, because believe me, this guy's going to have a lot to say. So I'm very excited for that. But before we get there, this is the Always 100 Podcast, and you can find us live on Anchor FM. And you can find us wherever you get your podcasts, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and et cetera, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. So thank you uh, for listening. Please spread the word. And, you know, this is the second show back after, what, four and a half months off or five months off or whatever. It's been all these days run together to me. So uh, it's been a long time. So uh, it feels really good to sit in this chair with this beautiful setup in front of a nice big TV, watching LeBron right now on Colin Cowherd's show and chopping it up about sports. All right, so without further ado, let, let, let's let's get this thing going here. Um, the NBA restart is tonight. First game is the Jazz and the Pelicans on TNT at 6.30 Eastern, and I'm just happy that sports are coming back. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how how this thing goes here. Um, before we get to the actual live games, I the not having fans thing kind of stinks because you know me and some of the occupants in this house, Bob talking to you, are big sports fans here and. Uh, You know, we're big sports fanatics and want to be there to support our teams. But uh, COVID-19 has kind of put a damper on that for the foreseeable future. So that's very unfortunate from that standpoint. Um, I do like what the NBA is doing, though. There's no positive tests going on with COVID-19, which is very good to see, very good to hear. And that makes all fans very, very happy because the NBA players – um, are doing a great job because, you know, other than a couple, the, the Lou Williams thing, which was very unfortunate that Lou Williams got caught in a gentleman's club in Atlanta, kind of not the smartest thing you can do, but hey, we're all human. And look, if you had as much money as Lou Williams and you were down there in your hometown, you probably would do the same thing too. So I'm not going to cast any judgment on Lou Williams. All right. <laughs> What do I, what do I expect out of this bubble? 
There's 22 teams left in the NBA bubble there. Everyone knows who the favorites are. I mean, you know, the Clippers, the Lakers, Milwaukee, you know, Toronto's in there. You know, the same four or five teams that the pundits always talk about. So, I mean, we we all we always we always know those guys are going to be in there. For me, I want to see how these teams get off to with the start these teams get off to because we got eight seeding games, not even playing games, or eight seeding games. I'm really interested in seeing who gets the number eight spot in the West, who gets the number eight spot in the East. I'm not really expected very much of these teams because, let's be honest, uh, they're going to probably play the Bucks and the Lakers, and there'll probably be a 4-0 sweep, whoever is in the eight spot in those conferences, in those uh, respective conferences anyway. But I want to see how this goes because I really think the NBA, if the NBA, if you put Adam Silver on a lie detector test right now, I'm pretty sure that the NBA would love to have Zion versus LeBron in the Western Conference because that would be a ratings bonanza. It would be great. Like, it, it would just be an amazing, amazing series. Now, pre-pandemic, I mean, the Lakers were a better team than than the, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans because, I mean, when you have two top five players and a 20-year-old rookie going up against – LeBron and Anthony Davis and, you know, Danny Green and all these guys that have been in big games in their careers, we don't really expect a whole lot uh, from Zion Williamson. But I will say New Orleans was very, very competitive um, when it came to the, the three games or four games that we saw against the Lakers. Those games are very competitive. So I, I that, that gives me some hope. But um, I just think for me as a fan – I mean, yeah, Zion in the playoffs in his rookie year would be pretty, pretty, pretty unbelievable. Um, but for a competitive balance standpoint, I mean, in the Western Conference, you got New Orleans, Memphis, you got Portland in there fighting for the eighth spot. Um, from a competitive balance standpoint, I mean, Dame Lillard versus LeBron, Damon CJ versus LeBron, AD and the Lakers. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd like that. That, 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 that'd be a great series to me because they, because you got four people, you got four players that could easily, easily get you 40. LeBron could go off for 50 plus whenever he wants to. Dame Lillard is ice cold. That guy can get you 60 whenever he wants. Just an, just an amazing player. Um, I just think, for me, I, I would rather see Portland in there because I I know those guys have been in big games. They were in the Western Conference Finals last year. Yes, they ended up getting dispatched in a very unceremonious fashion by the Golden State Warriors <laughs> at that time, winners of back-to-back world championships and on, on their way to trying to get a three-peat there, but that was not meant to be for the Golden State Warriors. But, you know, I think it'll be a lot of fun to see Portland versus uh, the Lakers in the number eight spot. So that's what I want to see, and that's what I'm going to predict. I'm going to predict that Portland overtakes 
overtakes uh, Memphis there for the number eight spot and is really not not a shot at the Memphis Grizzlies. I, I really don't think it's a shot at them because John Moran, I, I really like that guy. <laughs> I, I watch him play, I watch his highlights. You know, it's kind of hard being on the East Coast to keep up with all, all these games, but definitely watch the highlights on YouTube. Guy's a great player. <laughs> He's a rookie. I, I like him. I really do. Um, so I, I, I just don't think Memphis has enough for the Lakers. And I just don't think New Orleans is ready yet. Give them give a full year with Zion, actually healthy with that team. Come talk to me in 2021. You know, maybe they can do something there. But uh, the way I see it right now, I just don't believe that uh, New Orleans is ready uh, to make a, make a series with the Lakers. All right, that's the that's the Western Conference. The Eastern Conference eight C for me. It doesn't really matter. I mean, you got Brooklyn, you got the Washington Wizards, and you got the eight seed Orlando Magic. As far as I'm concerned, who cares? Who cares in the Eastern Conference? It doesn't matter. You, I mean, like at the Brooklyn Nets, the Brooklyn Nets would be actually a top two or three team if they had, well, their entire team. But, like, literally their entire team is not playing because of injury or COVID-19 or both. They don't have a coach yet. I mean – you know, they're trying to figure out who this coach is going to be. Uh, as far as Brooklyn's concerned, I don't expect anything from them. They're going to get dispatched by the Toronto Raptors very quickly, uh, as far as I'm concerned, in the Eastern Conference playoffs. I just don't – I don't really expect a whole lot from you guys because, you know, you don't have – when you lose your top two players and Kevin Durant hadn't even played yet uh, for the Brooklyn Nets, to me, you know, it is what it is. You're in, you're in the number seven spot for a reason. Um, number eight spot. I mean, look, I would like to see the Wizards get get in the playoffs for the first time in five years. But I mean, do I really want to see the Wizards get in the playoffs? You know, if they win a play-in tournament versus the Orlando Magic, Bradley Beal's not there. John Wall's not there. I mean, John, when John Wall and Bradley Beal come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might have something, but right now, nah, nah. Yeah, they 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 gonna get swept too. So you know, it doesn't really it doesn't really make a whole lot of difference to me who makes the number eight spot in the East because Milwaukee at fifty three and twelve with the presumptive anyway, or at least my in my opinion, the MVP of the league in uh, not Zion and uh, Giannis. Winners of back-to-back MVP, by the way. Um, hey, Milwaukee should at least get to the Eastern Conference Finals. And if they get to the Eastern Conference Finals, then they'll take your pick between Miami or Toronto or Boston. Maybe Philadelphia if everything goes well. But I, I just don't. I, I just don't really think it matters a whole lot. Who who who's number eight? Because they're just they're gonna they're gonna get swept, and it's gonna be a blowout, and they'll probably lose by twenty point twenty plus points every single game. The number eight spot to Milwaukee. So I mean, the Eastern Conference 
whatever. Like, like just get me to the second round as far as uh, Milwaukee's concerned. All right, take a break here. Uh, take a deep breath to tell you that you are listening to the Always 100 podcast. My name is Quinn. I'm the host of this fine podcast here. Uh, we're live at home getting you ready for the ML, uh, the, sorry, the NBA restart at 6.30 Eastern on TNT. Uh, going through two, two games there. Just had a segment talking about uh, what I would like to see, or my opinions anyway, of uh, the number eight spot in both respective conferences. So, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, like I said, the, the West is just a more intriguing conference there. But, you know, that, that that's my thoughts on it. Find the show on Anchor FM, hosted by Anchor FM. Uh, put the first show last week on about the return of Major League Baseball. Uh, did a, about a 45-minute show solo, just uh, letting out some thoughts on what I like to see with the MLB. Um, my Orioles are two and two, so that's cool. But, you know, the Yankees are <laughs> – the Yankees own the Orioles, and it's just the way it is for now. The Orioles are not very good, but uh, we, I have something to cheer about at least for a couple of weeks before uh, the Orioles uh, uh, bid us good, goodbye for 2020. Um, all right, what do I want to talk about next? I am going to talk about... Tonight's games. I will talk about tonight's games. And the reason why I'll talk about tonight's games is because we got live sports back. Yay. Yay us. Yay sports fans. Yay basketball fans. Live sports after five and a half months. So uh, the, tonight you got you got Jazz Pelicans at 6 o'clock on TNT. And then you have the next game, Lakers Clippers. And we'll start with the better game of the two, which is obviously Lakers-Clippers. And here's here's what I'll say. Uh, to me, this is going to be a Western Conference Championship uh, preview. The Clippers are 1-2, Lakers are 1-1. I, I've gone back and forth on who I think is going to win the championship this year. Uh, between the Lakers and the Clippers, it, it's really, really close and it's really tough. Um, I think the Clippers have a better, they have a deeper team. I'm not sure if they're better. The record and the regular season would say otherwise. I don't think they're better than than uh, than the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, it's just so hard for me to bet against LeBron. It, it really, really is. I, I I can't. It's like betting against Tom Brady in football. It's like most of the time, like, the, yeah, one time you'll be right because we're all human and they're not going to get it done all the time. But most of the time, you better get guys like LeBron or Tom Brady and you look like an idiot. Okay? that That's how I feel. Because now when you got a guy in LeBron James paired up with a guy that could be the MVP of the league in Anthony Davis – uh, at least he, he's definitely in the running, um, averaging like 28 and 12 on the year. Um, it's really hard to beat that. It really, really is. Um, I, I mean, they got two of the top five players in the league. The Clippers have won 
two of the three matchups. But I think this is going to be a seven-game series in the Western Conference Finals. And the question that I and all basketball fans have to ask themselves is very, very simple. And that question is, ladies and gentlemen, are you going to bet against LeBron James in a game seven? That's the question you got to ask. Like, are you going to actually look at someone, one of your friends, and say, I will not trust LeBron to get this thing done? The answer is yes. You're going to pick the Clippers. For me, I, I, I just – earlier in the year, I talked myself into the Clippers. I really did. But – I, I can't. I, I can't bet against LeBron. I'm going to pick the Lakers to win in the in the playoffs against the Clippers. Um, tonight, the Clippers are five-point underdogs in the Orlando bubble. The game's on TNT. I, I just I just think for me, I, I, just, I don't really know. I don't really know how this is going to go. I'm going to go with the Lakers. Um, because I'm not sure who on the Clippers is actually playing. Um, five might be too many, uh, but I'll, I'll go with the Lakers to win the ball game because I just don't really know who on the Clippers will play or is eligible to play. I know Lou Williams is not, so he's out for the first two games of the eight-game seeding series here, so... That's a pretty big loss. I mean, the guy gets you 20 a night <laughs> off the bench as a six man. I mean, you just don't replace that. You don't you just don't replace Montrez Harrell that gets you 20, it gets you 18 points a night off the bench. It's like 38, 38 to 40 points just between the two of them. Um I just think the Lake the, the Lakers look better to me and tonight I'm I'm gonna pick them to win this game tonight. And I really hope this is a preview of the Western Conference Finals because it's going seven games. I, I said, and I told my friends that I wanted to see Lakers Clippers, and I'm out rooting for anything else. So um, let's make it happen. As far as I'm concerned, I, I want seven games of this. I want to see the hatred. I want to see. Pe- I want to see the competitiveness. I want to see great players get it done on the biggest stage. And I think the Lakers and the Clippers will be fighting for who gets to go to the NBA Finals out of the Western Conference. The other game tonight uh, that starts it off is going to be the Utah Jazz and the Pelicans. Um, I think Zion's going to play. According to Alvin Gentry, I'm not sure. I'm looking at some news right now. Um, Yeah, I don't see anything that's saying he's not going to play. Um, I think Zion will play. I just think Utah's better. Uh, Utah's a better team. Uh, we'll see how the Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell deal works out, considering the fact that they've had their uh, issues in the past with, as far as COVID-19 is concerned. Um, I, don't, I don't really, you know, hopefully that they've worked that out. Um, I don't expect a lot of the Jazz in the playoffs, but I think tonight they're better than the Pelicans. But uh, I'll tell you what, if the Pelicans want to make the playoffs, they better win. They, 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 it would behoove them to win this ball game. 
Um, I will say that because they're three and a half games behind with eight to go or, well, after the night, it'd be seven to go. So they need every last win they can get and some help. So uh, it would behoove the Pelicans to, if they want to make the playoffs, and everyone should since they're down here, um, they should win this ball. They 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 should play like they want to win this ball game. I just think for me, I'll take the I'll take the Jazz plus two and a half tonight um, because they're simply better, and there's not a real lot of analysis that goes into that. Now, I will say this: not having Bogdanovich because he has a wrist injury. He's a really good shooter. Get hits clutch shots. He's before the pandemic. He won. He won a ball game against the Houston Rockets for the uh, Los An- uh for the Utah Jazz in Houston uh, against James Harden and the Rockets earlier in the year on a buzzer beating three. So I mean, we know this guy can hit big shots, and we know that he's come up big in big games before. I um, mean, not having him and not having his veteran leadership is going to be a bit of an issue for the Utah Jazz. Um, And, you know, I I don't expect them to do a whole lot in the playoffs. Um, Right now, they are the number four team in the Western Conference. Um, They're the number number four team in the Western Conference. They're uh, a game and a half behind Denver for the number three spot and only a game ahead of Oklahoma City for the number five spot. And they're only two games. They're, they're only also a game behind uh, Houston for the number six spot. So um, these seeding games are going to be big because if you can avoid the Lakers or Houston in the first round, you can definitely, if you definitely avoid Houston in the first round, you'll definitely have a lot better shot because I, I really think that um, James Harden and Russell Westbrook are on a mission, and we'll get to that uh, in the next segment. So picks tonight got the Jazz plus three. Just saw just saw it on the screen here. It's Jazz plus three. I'll take that, and I'll take I'll take Clippers plus five, but Lakers to win. I think the Lakers will win this ball game here tonight, but I think. The point spread might be a little bit too many. So um, if you're going for the betting line, maybe uh, take the plus money instead of laying it with uh, the um, Los Angeles Lakers. All right. Thank you for listening to the Always 100 podcast. I'm your host, Quinn McKenzie. Once again, find the show hosted on Anchor FM. Uh, I'm on Twitter at QMAC242 underscores, QMAC242 underscores. Um, that's, that's my Twitter handle. You can find the link to the show on there as well. So, like I said, we're doing a two-part show here tonight. This is part one, looking at the NBA playoffs, doing it solo, uh, just giving some predictions here on what I think is going to happen in the bubble. Um talked about the games tonight you talked we talked about what i think what will happen in the number eight seed uh for both conferences um next segment th- this next segment here we're going to talk about 
I, 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 I want to talk about the wild card teams and people that the teams that folks may not be looking at to do some damage in the playoffs. Um, and then I'll uh, give you a conference finals preview. I've already kind of teased which what for one of the conferences there. And also give you a finals matchup and see uh, see how that goes and then maybe get a sign off and get back on a little bit later on with uh, my guest for the week and talk talk some baseball and some hockey and it'll be a good show. So thank you guys for listening once again. All right. <clears throat> Welcome back. Wildcard teams here in the bubble. Um, I think it'll be, it, it'll benefit. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see who it'll benefit. I think as far as getting back in shape, it'll benefit the young teams better than the old teams because you've been off for five months because, you know, the veterans, yes, the veteran leadership is way better than um, some of these younger teams, you know, like the Lakers, you know, Milwaukee, you know, got guys with lots of veteran players on their team will do well later as, as we get people get acclimated with the bubble as well. I, I really do believe that. Um, but I don't think that at the start, I think the younger teams are going to have an advantage. But here, for me, here here's some wild card teams and, I I have a couple in the Western Conference. I think the Houston Rockets are one because everyone's been hooting and hollering about the Lakers and the Clippers, and rightfully so because the Lakers and the Clippers are the two best teams in that conference. But um, a couple of days ago, James Harden had 35 in a scrimmage game. I, I, I mean, James Harden, people hate this guy for reasons that, I don't really understand what, like, like, why do you guys hate him so much? <laughs> like, I just think for me, James Harden gets disrespected to a degree that is only rivaled by people like Russell Westbrook. Like that's the only guy I think gets more disrespected in, in, in the league. Um, as far as fans, as far as national pundits, James Harden's averaging like 35 this year like he's at, he's got like three two or three 60 point triple doubles like you know I, I just don't I don't understand why people hate this guy but it doesn't matter you're not gonna hate him if y- y- y'all won't be hating on him if he gets into this bubble gets out here drops about 35 40 a night during the playoffs hits some clutch shots at the Houston Rockets uh assert themselves in the championship picture fully uh, because I think the one team that could really mess this thing up in the Western Conference to me is Houston because you got you got a whole bunch of guys that can shoot now Eric Gordon being out for a couple weeks not great not great I will say that uh, I think he twisted his hand. I had an ankle injury. He's going to be evaluating a couple a couple weeks. Not, um, you know that 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 could be that could cause some problems. Now, what could cause some problems for the other teams? 
could be where Houston is seated. And the reason being for that is, you know, I don't think they're going to fall to the number eight spot. You know, I, I don't think that. I think they'll win a few more games than that. But, I, you know, what, what if they get, you know, in the four or five matchup against Utah? What if they get up to the number three spot? You know, what if they're a three six? What if they fall backwards? What if they what if they're the two seven? They're number six right now. What if they get down to the seventh spot and play a team like Denver or the Clippers in the first round? The team teams that people have very high hopes for um in the NBA restart. And I really think where Houston is seated, if they move up to four even and they get past the first round matchup, they play the Los Angeles Lakers. Hey, the Lakers are bigger. They got better players, but the 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 strategy that Daryl Morey has put out there for the Rockets to go super ultra small and don't have a center and you know just have Westbrook and Harden just go off and play ISO ball. Hey, I think it's worked. I like it, frankly. But it's more of a, you know, it's more of a three-point shooting contest with 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 the Houston Rockets, and the only thing that could really derail them, if you ask me, is the simple fact that if the shot doesn't go down, the Rockets aren't going to win anything. Because I, I just I just think they're too small for a team like the Lakers. They're too small. Anthony Davis could get his off of anybody. You know, you know whether whether they're big or small, but when you put, you know, guy seven foot tall, when you're putting a six foot six foot five guy on him, it's not it's not mat it's not it's not a good matchup for the Houston Rockets. So their their deal is they're going to have to really hit a lot of shots, and James Harden and Westbrook are going to have to go off all the time to make them a contending team. And I really do think Houston it, it, Houston's a very good basketball team. Well, we, we that everyone understands that, but you know, they don't have the hey, the Warriors were in the West excuse anymore. You know, you're going up against one of the two or three greatest teams ever assembled. You know, with Kevin Durant and Steph and Clay and Draymond and this guy and that guy. It's like yeah, you lost to a team four or five years in a row that was winning 73 games and winning three championships in four years. Yeah, like nobody expects you to beat. Now, now, the only time we expected Houston to really beat these guys was in 2018 because I do believe if, you know, James Harden, you did, you and the Houston Rockets really did pick a bad night to have the absolute worst shooting night in the history of basketball. Oh, what? Oh, for 27 from three at one, at one point in that ball game, James Harden was two for 13 from three in game seven. And despite all of that, it was still a single digit game with about 30 seconds to go. You know, People, people hold that against him. 
and Russell Westbrook. Because the last time we saw Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard was waving him bye-bye, you know, in, in Portland, in the Motor Center, hitting one, hitting one from, <laughs> you know, hitting one for Eugene. I mean, it was so far away. I mean, I don't even know if Portland and Eugene are really close, but you understand what the point was. That that game-winning shot was absolutely unbelievable. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm expecting big things from Houston. Another team um, in the Eastern Conference that I think we're overlooking is not like a team like Boston or Philadelphia. A couple teams that I think we're overlooking. The Miami Heat. Now, The, the, the issue with Miami is they're really young, but Jimmy Butler's gone there. Jimmy Butler could have stayed in Philadelphia, and if he had stayed, I really do think that Philadelphia would have a legitimate shot to take on the Milwaukee Bucks and maybe over, dethrone them and go to the NBA Finals. Jimmy Butler decides to go to Miami, go with a bunch of young guys, guys like Hero and Duncan Robinson who could really shoot the ball really well <laughs> they can shoot they can shoot a lot of threes and they do it at a very high clip so that that is the good part about this the, the bad part is you know i i think Giannis is so motivated i think the the furthest the furthest they can go is uh the second round but i think they could do a six or seven i think there'll be at least a six game series for the bucks in the heat um, you know, I, I think that'll be an intriguing series in, in the in the NBA there. I, I think Miami will get through round one because right now, looking at the standings, Miami is number four in the East. So if it ended today, they would play the Indiana Pacers. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd probably I like Indiana. I, I just I, I take Miami over Indiana in that series, maybe in a five or six game series. I think think Miami wins like four two or something like that. And right now, uh, Boston is a number three spot. Uh, they they face Philadelphia, and until Ben Simmons until Ben Simmons shoots more from outside, I don't trust Philadelphia to do anything. The the guy's got to shoot from outside. Like, you can't shoot two-pointers all the time in a three-point shooting league. You got to step back and at least at least try, try to take a three-point shot. And until that happens, I don't trust Philadelphia. I, I and, and they can never beat Boston anywhere. They can never beat them. They, they, they just, it's for some reason, Philadelphia and Boston, it just doesn't work. Boston always gets the upper hand. And I think Boston would go to the second round again. Um, I said earlier, I, I didn't expect very much from the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, KD, Kevin Durant and Kyrie come back. Let, talk, talk to me then. I think they'll be a terror once they come back. But right now, I think Toronto wins that 4-1. And then, I, I mean, let's be honest, who cares? Who who cares between the Wizards and and the Magic against the Bucks? I, it doesn't it doesn't matter. That's a four zero that's a four zero series. Now, uh, last thing before we get to the last segment on this uh, on part one here, I think people are not giving the Raptors 
they're just due. And the reason being is, well, they're, they're defending world champion. You know, that, that, that did happen. They actually won the championship. I do understand that that seems like a lifetime ago. But the Toronto Raptors do have the Larry OB up there in Scotiabank Arena. And they lose Kawhi Leonard, which is a big loss. It's a big loss. You don't lose your best player and you're just going to be, yeah, ho-hum. You know, for most teams anyway. It's not, yeah, we lost our best player. Let's go win 50 games again. But Nick Nurse is going to win coach of the year again. He won it last year. Or they him or Budenholzer, one of the two. One of them two won it last year. I think Nick Nurse wins it. Because what he's doing without Kawhi Leonard is shocking to me. It really is. Like, I didn't think that Toronto was actually going to be any good. Or at least, like, not in the top two of the conference. I just didn't, I didn't believe that. And to have them not only in the top two of the Eastern Conference, these cats have the third best record in the league behind the Bucks and the Lakers. They have the third best record. That that's a that's incredible. It's incredible to me. I I just don't want I don't don't sleep on the Raptors because I slept on them last year. I was in the finals and look, I still think that if Golden State wasn't a walking hospital emoji, we wouldn't be talking about them. As far as I'm concerned, the Raptors won because but look, folks, we do realize in Game Six, Steph Curry was giving these boys like a fifty piece. And then Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson was on his way to a 50 piece, lands the wrong way, his knee goes out, and that's the end of that. After losing Kevin Durant, after his Achilles goes. You know, it was still a game. It was only they only won by four. Like that, that's a that was a testament to how great that Warriors team actually was. But Toronto is on a mission to show that, hey, we lost Kawhi. And, yes, we rather we would have rather have kept Kawhi because if they had kept him, quite honestly, I think they would have a great shot of repeating. Um, I just think for me in the Eastern Conference, I, I, I'll, take, I'll take another year of, of Milwaukee and Toronto because I, I, I would like to think that Giannis has learned from what they tried to do to him last year after winning the MVP, after winning, going 60 and 22, after averaging about 30, 15 and six last year, and then running into a buzzsaw and dispatching you out of the playoffs. I would like to think that Giannis wants his revenge at that. You know, I, I, I just think people are not giving the defending champs enough credit and I, I'm going to give them their credit. Cause I, I, I'm not going to say if it gets there that I'm going to pick the Raptors. I, I can't, I'm not ready yet. Talk to me in a couple weeks when, when you get, when we get to really just focusing in on the conference finals, if Toronto's there against Milwaukee, then I'll have a decision to make. But 
I think I think Toronto could definitely get there. They could they can win that conference again because they did it last year after nobody thought that was even humanly possible. So, so you know, and and, and as for the side, you know, Boston, the Celtics. I mean, hey, the Celtics just ho hum, ho hum. They're in the playoffs again. Ho hum, they're the third best team in the conference. Ho hum, Brad Stevens has these guys winning fifty games again. Just steady. Jason Tatum, just steady. Kemba Walker, the problem with him is he's he's injury prone. Not that he's not a really good player. He's, he, he's got arthritic – his knees are always a problem. We can't trust that this guy is going to be healthy or not. So I, 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 can't, I can't answer that for you as far uh, as uh, Kemba Walker is concerned. Um, I heard he's got, he's got some knee issues there. Um, so – that could be a problem when you know your second or third best best player has got you know knee issues and has had knee issues for a long time. Um, so yeah, I I I think I'd take uh, Toronto over Boston in that second round series. All right, one last break. Uh, we're going to end the this part one. We're going to end part one of this show with uh, the conference finals and NBA Finals predictions by yours truly. See you in a sec. All right, this is uh, the Always 100 Podcast. I'm your host, Quinn McKenzie. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, uh, at Twitter at qmac 242 underscores qmac242 underscores find the show on anchor fm and on apple Podcasts, spotify soundcloud and wherever else you get your podcasts uh this show should be on there and uh this part one will be up uh very very soon also since we're now live on zoom i forgot to mention that we're now doing this live on zoom um the uh simulcasted copy of this show uh will be uh posted on uh the always 100 podcast youtube channel i do have that i will be working on that in the coming days to you know get this ready for you know social media and put it on youtube so you can have now have a face to the audio that you guys have been hearing for the last year year and a half all right, let's get the let's get to the end of the show here and talk about the conference finals and the NBA finals matchups. Uh, conference finals. I teased it before. Um, look, I'm rooting for Lakers Clippers. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, but the Houston Rockets really have a shot to mess this up. They they really do. I, I really think if all breaks well, the Houston Rockets could very easily be in the Western Conference Finals against either one of these two teams. Uh, it's just a matter of seeding, and it's just a matter of that shot will go down from James Harden and Russell Westbrook because I think they're on a mission to seek and destroy because they all know that they're all-time great players. I don't think anybody with any sense anyway is going to sit up here and not say these two, that those two are not transcendent and all-time great players. Um, so I think Houston has a – really more than a puncher's chance but um for right now i, I just don't uh, unless you're just going to tell me that the clippers won't get their act together uh, i'm going to pick 
uh, Lakers Clippers in the West in the East uh, in that same motivated category. I'm putting Giannis uh, in the Eastern conference finals. I think this guy is really ready to right the wrong in his mind, you know, going up 2-0 and now then losing four straight games to the Toronto Raptors and route to their world championship run last year. Um, I think Giannis is ready to avenge that loss. He looks, he looks in great shape to me, what I've seen of the bubble. Um, I think Milwaukee's going to be just a terror because you got Brooke Lopez. You, you already got Giannis. You got Brooke Lopez. You got Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe. If Eric Bledsoe, really steps it up here in the postseason, hit some clutch shots for them. Then then you really got a team that could really legitimately take home the Larry O this year. But they're going to have to get some clutch shooting from guys other than Giannis because everybody knows that the defense is going to be falling toward Giannis. And he's going to have to trust guys like Chris Middleton and Eric Bledsoe will get the job, will get the job done. Um, and the guys like Brooke and Robin Lopez too, down, down the block, Brooke Lopez can hit some threes there. Uh, so I think, you know, Milwaukee at 53 and 12, just, you know, cruising through the Eastern conference. Um, I, I don't really see why they won't get to the Eastern conference finals. And to me, I think they're going to face, uh, <laughs> I mean, nah, I, I don't want to see Boston because Milwaukee just, they, yeah, they did a number on Boston last year. Now, part of that was Kyrie Irving was there, but they, they really did a number on them. I, I don't want to see that again because uh, Jason Tatum, while really good, I don't think is ready just yet. Um, same thing with, you know, Kemba Walker. Like, Kemba Walker is not played a whole bunch of playoff games. Now, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have been in the Eastern Conference Finals together along with Brad Stevens because he's a, he's a tremendous coach as well. But I don't think they're better than Toronto Raptors. They're the defending world champions. I want I And I'm a guy that wants to see the world champion defend their crown. If they are good enough to do so, I want to see it. I'm going to go chalk. I, I, I've gone chalk here um, for both of these. I'm, I'm going to go Raptors-Bucks, and then I'll go with um, Lakers, Clippers here, but the the Western Conference uh, Finals one really could could go up in the air depending on the Houston Rockets and maybe one other team in that conference. And then for the NBA Finals, for me, um, as I start, I started the show by saying you, the question you have to ask yourself is: Do you want do do you look at someone? one of your friends that talks about basketball and says, I'm going to bet against LeBron James in a game seven. I'm going to be that guy to bet against him. Um, at this point, and believe me, we got a couple more weeks before I really am set in stone here. Um, I'm going to say no. Uh, I've seen LeBron do it many, many times growing up. The guy, I, I've just I've just seen him doing too much. I'm going to pick the the Lakers to get out of the Western Conference in a thrilling seven game series. It'll come down to the last possession or two, but LeBron LeBron's greatness will shine through. Anthony Davis has a clutch shot or two in Game Seven. They'll beat the Clippers. 
And man, I, you know, you know, I, I, I think the Raptors will do it again. I think the Raptors will win against the Bucks. That's my, that's my hot take for part one. I think the Bucks will, will definitely, definitely have a game plan to get Giannis, you know, active and try and not have him be stonewalled by that brick wall of defenders that they that, like, like what happened last year. Um, but hey, I want to see the Raptors do it again, you know, because you, you lost you lost Kawhi Leonard. People thought you were going to stink, including me. Um, you don't stink, and you have a chance to repeat. I want to see you do it. I want to see. I, I I think this is about a six or seven game series as well. Um, I think. Well, there's no home court advantage, but if it comes down to a game seven, um, I know that uh, the Toronto Raptors have done it uh, last year. They beat Philadelphia in that awesome game seven that I sat with Bob in the background there. Remember remember that game seven, Bob? We get Philadelphia and Toronto. Remember that? Yep, yep. That that was that, that one of the greatest buzzer-beating shots in the history of sports there. That, that, was, that was amazing. <laughs> So Toronto has done it before. Uh, and with the coaching prowess of Nick Nurse, I think he's a better coach than Budenholzer. Not by much, but I think he's just I think he's better. Um, and since he's better, uh, I'm gonna pick Toronto in seven over Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals. But in the finals, let's be honest. Let's be honest, LeBron owns the Raptors he always has and until they change until they beat this guy in a playoff series he always will I'm picking the Lakers over the Raptors to win the championship all right so that does it for me um yeah I think uh yep that guy uh got through everything on the NBA side yeah we got through everything on the NBA side. I put in my notebook here. I'm going to take a quick break. Part one is done. Uh, but in a few hours here, I'm going to get back live on zoom and we'll do a part two. And the part two is going to be really focused on the MLB and the NHL. I have a special guest that you guys will meet for making this always 100 podcast debut a little bit later. Um, He's very knowledgeable about baseball and hockey. He's got a lot of opinions, and I'm very excited for you guys to meet him. Uh, find the show on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And also, since uh, Zoom gives you a video recording as well, I will put the video recording on uh, YouTube, my YouTube channel, at Always 100 Podcast on YouTube. So uh, that is where you can find me once again on Twitter at QMAC24. And until a little bit later today, this has been the Always 100 Podcast. This is Quinn signing off. Part two is going to be later on today. Peace.